Welcome to Life Study of the Bible, brought to you by Living Stream Ministry. These programs are based on the ministry of Witness Lee and his 21-year-long crowning work, The Life Study of the Bible. We'll include excerpts from his spoken ministry, which focuses on the enjoyment of Christ as the divine life as revealed in the Bible. We hope that through these studies, you'll be brought into a deeper enjoyment of the scriptures and of our dear and precious Lord Jesus. You can contact us by sending email to radio at lsm.org or reach us toll-free, 888-LIFE-STUDY. Now, let's join today's program. We're very happy, as always, to have Dick Taylor back in our studio with us today to fellowship about these life studies from Genesis. Hello, Dick. Nice to have you back. Today we have our second program dealing with life in resurrection from Genesis chapter 9. As an introduction for those just joining us today, how is it that Noah's experience is a valid picture of resurrection? Well, what I realize from this account is that you have the ark, you have the floodwaters, and then you have the new earth after the floodwaters receded. The ark is a real picture of Christ. God was judging the earth. Uh, The only possibility of passing through God's judgment is to be in Christ. So whoever entered into the ark was able to pass through to the other side. And when the ark eventually rested on dry land, this was a picture of resurrection, having passed through the death waters. So the only way that we can pass through God's judgment is through and in Christ himself, who's the reality of the ark. And uh, the ark landing on dry land and the waters receding are a picture of new life beginning in resurrection. I'm sure there could be much more than this said, but in a very simple way, uh, I believe this is how it's a valid picture of resurrection. So there was a new living on the new land after passing through death and entering into resurrection. Thank you, Dick. We're going to see the picture enlarged as we join today's life study. Here's Witness Lee. We will still be on the church lines, yet uh, we will see something on the negative side. Noah was the leader, and he should be God's deputy, authority on the new earth by that time. He got a failure. Why he got this? Because he was quite successful. He planted a vineyard and that was a success to him. He produced the grapes of which he made the wine. Noah drank, drank that wine. What was wrong? He drank, yet he shouldn't drink in excess. He should exercise his self-control. But he didn't. He was uh, more than loath, he was cursed. He became naked without 
his knowledge. He was unconsciously naked. This was seen by one of his sons. Before we go into what the son did, I have the burden to point out. We all have to be careful when we may have a success under God's blessing. Why? Because success in any category may cause us to be loose. From being loose, we would go on to be careless. Even we would be naked. What does it mean to be naked? To be naked, spiritually speaking, means to lose your covering in the presence of God. This means to lose Christ as your covering. Let me tell you, many times, even we brothers in our fellowship, you know, because of the success, we were excited in talking. In that kind of exciting talking, we would be a little loose and careless. And then we miss the covering. We miss Christ. We as fallen human beings in doing anything, in talking anything, even in every kind of activity, we have to keep ourselves always covered by Christ. I would not talk to my wife. I would not talk to my children. I would not talk to my sisters. I would not talk to my brothers without being covered by Christ. If I would do anything without Christ covering me, that means what? That means I was loose. And I was careless. And I was naked. Losing my self-control. And this was exactly what happened to Noah. And this is the first point to share with you. I am not talking something that I myself, forgive me to say this, didn't learn. Dick, in this section, Witness Lee has been speaking of remaining with Christ as our covering, not just in an objective sense of being justified once for all, but in a subjective sense, in our daily experience. Can you say more about this? We really do need a daily life in which we really enjoy Christ as our covering. Christ himself is the wonderful, life-giving spirit, and he is now residing in our spirit. So for us to experience Christ as our covering in all circumstances really requires us to be people who exercise to enjoy him and people who remain. We practice to remain and to do everything in the spirit. I was considering that, uh, you know, when you can see the story of Noah, you realize eventually there was some looseness. There was some real looseness. And Noah became drunken and became naked and, in a sense, lost his covering and that type of thing. But uh, we need to be careful. We really need to be careful. 
uh, it's very easy for us to become drunken. Maybe we just get in a conversation with somebody and we just become too careless and we, we, we just start uh, maybe goofing off too much. We just go too far. And what happens is we lose our covering. We become naked. We leave the Spirit. In the Spirit, we always enjoy Christ as our covering. So we've got to be careful. I'd say especially in our conversation and talking. and We just need to be more exercised to hide in this dear one as our unique covering. And you know this can happen, especially when you have a success. Noah had a great success. Right. He went through the whole flood, and he came out on top, and he with seven others are the only ones on this new earth. Plus, uh, some other things transpired related to his uh, planting the vineyard, and there was uh, a lot of success. But the danger is once there's success, we become loose. And once you become loose, you need to be very careful. You may lose your covering. So when we're successful, we got to be very careful. Many times when you, uh, even in the spiritual realm, you have a success. Maybe you help somebody to receive the Lord or you did something wonderful for the Lord. Be careful. At that point, more than ever, take care of your spirit and remain in Christ as your unique covering. And I would say even be careful in the midst of failure. Many times we fail. We also neglect our spirit. And we also become those who are void of Christ as our covering. Sometimes I may be successful and I'm not careful. So I just don't hide in Christ. Sometimes I'm a failure and I become so concentrated on myself, I also leave this Christ as my covering. Mm -hmm. So we need Christ, who's the spirit in our spirit, to be enjoyed by us as our unique covering through our whole daily life. We need him in our failures, and we also need him in our success. Absolutely. Let's return to Witness Lee for more of today's life study. Then the second point. When I was young, I was a little bothered by Noah's prophecy. You know, Noah had a failure. He made the mistake, right? Then he woke up. He didn't confess. <laughs> he didn't make a confession. Right away, he cursed. He cursed the one that exposed his nakedness. I was a little unhappy about this. I said, no, yes, you are the father. You are the father. But anyhow, don't you realize that you were wrong? First of all, you have to confess. To God. And then confess to the exposing sin hand. You didn't confess. Right away the cursed. I was bothered. Not only so, he cursed the exposing one and he blessed the covering ones. Whosoever was for him, he blessed. Whosoever was not for him, he cursed. I said, no, surely you are too selfish. According to the human concept, I told you already, when I was a young Christian, I, I was bothered by him. I blamed him. One day, God showed me his divine government. I said, no, 
Praise the Lord. Amen. You are a good example. Yes. You are a good example. Why? Though you got the failure, yet you were still so strong. In representing God, in his governmental prophecy, you were so strong. To see this word of prophecy, cursing and blessing, which were so much corresponding to his failure, was hard for him to do it. Was hard. If you are going to understand this portion of the divine word, you have to see what is the divine government. It is not just merely a matter of human failure. This is small. Whether the leader is right or wrong, that's not so serious. But where is God's government? This is serious. You see, Han, the son of Noah, who exposed Noah's nakedness, was careless concerning God's divine government. He was careless. He was careless. To expose one's nakedness is a small thing. But to get yourself involved with the divine government, this is another story. We all must see this. Here is one who is the leader. Who is the father of God's family? Who is God's deputy authority on this earth? Now she got a feeling. What would be your attitude? This involves you in God's governmental dealings. Is this clear to you all? Dick Witness Lee brings out a very striking point in this portion by pointing out that Noah, even in his failure, shows us God's government in type, even in prophecy. This point is not that easy to understand. What is this referring to? Noah had a great failure, and he should have just confessed his failure to the Lord and admitted his serious mistake and everything. And the Bible doesn't tell us anything along that line, but I believe the Lord in his word is trying to get a point across to us. It doesn't stress this side of Noah's experience, but it does stress the side that even in the midst of failure, God still has his government. Apparently, you know, you can just look at Noah in his failure and just say, Noah, you should have done this, you should have done that. But because of the failure, there was a need for some speaking by God. There was a need for some speaking, especially because of the action of the sons, especially Ham. But if Noah had not spoken something, uh, even as a curse to Ham, and he had not spoken uh, faithfully after this failure, then it would have been a failure, actually, of God's government. Noah's failure was one thing, but God's government is even a higher 
thing to see in this uh, account. Most people totally miss this. Realizing and seeing God's government in God's deputy authorities is very crucial. So on one hand, it's, it's easy to miss this. On the other hand, uh, we have to realize that God's government is a very, very big thing. Noah spoke up in the midst of this failure still to take care of God's government for his authority on this earth. So Noah's attitude there was not so much of vindicating himself even in his failure, but as a respect or a response to God's authority which had been delegated to him. That's absolutely correct. Yeah. That's a really significant point. Right, right. Let's return for the conclusion of our life study today. Now, let us come back. Why Ham, the son of Noah, got the curse because he was involved in God's government. He touched God's authority. Noah, the father, was wrong, no doubt about that. But as you are concerned, you have to consider your position. And you have to consider God's divine government. The leader's failure, your father's failure, becomes a tithe on you. It becomes a tithe on you. Are you really under God's government? If you are, you will get the blessing. If not, you will lose the blessing. Whether you are not, here's a test. You say you are, <laughs> that's just a kind of saying, but now something happens. Noah's failure, the father's failure, right away became a tithe to all the sinners. The same tithe, you may get a blessing out of it. Or you may get a curse out of it. Whether a blessing or a curse out of it, it depends upon how you get yourself involved in God's government. I tell you, the failure of Noah was bad. But it was a good chance for Shem and Japheth to get the blessing. Who will get the blessing? Who will get the blessing? Let me tell you. Only those who would be under God's government. Whenever there is a damage done by Satan over God's work, don't be bothered by that. You have to stay yourself in God's government. I tell you, right away, you will get a blessing out of that damage by Satan. Ham missed the golden chance. Ham should take that opportunity at the golden chance to get the blessing. He missed it. By what way? By the way to expose the failure of his father. And he was talking a fact. He was not spreading a rumor. He was telling a fact. He didn't lie. He didn't put out any rumor. He was telling a fact. But the other two brothers, Shem and Jephet, they knew God's government. Have you noticed what they did? They wouldn't even 
have a glance at the father's nakedness. They went in backwards with a garment. They went in with a garment to cover the father without seeing his nakedness. This was not only thing moral. This was not only thing right. I tell you, this was something so much under God's government. Shem and Japheth, they knew God's government. They went in not to see the field, but to cover. Let me say a word here. To see others failure is not a blessing. You know, where gossip comes, gossip comes all together from seeing and from hearing. Am I right? All the gossips come from two sources, seeing and hearing. Now, we all have to learn, don't see others' situation. Don't try to see others' situation. That will <laughs> put you into the involvement of God's government. It is not a small thing. To get yourself involved in God's government is not a small thing. I'm not speaking something I don't know. I'm speaking something I saw and I myself have learned so much. Well, Dick, this is a very sober word, isn't it? Yes. Clearly, there's more involved here than just our behavior. God's government is something that we must be very careful not to cross or not to handle in a wrong way. How would you apply this to our reactions regarding even those that are in authority in the church? Probably the main thing that we need to consider here is we must have the view of God's government. The first thing is even just to see it. So this account of Noah, even in his failure, allows us to clearly see there is something called God's government. Yes, there's Noah's failure, there's this shortage, that shortage, but there's also something called God's government. Secondly, you always get the blessing when you remain under God's government. And if you uh, in a sense, are exercised to be blind to the mistakes of those who have authority among you. This doesn't mean you're blind to division or blind to uh, immorality or blind to idol worship. But many people have shortages. They may not do things the way you think they ought to do them. Uh, those who are in authority, you feel like uh, they could have done something a better way or they could have spoken something uh, in a clearer way or whatever. The best thing to get the blessing is just remember the authorities there. This is God's government and exercise to be blind and keep enjoying Christ. You will be a person who will really get the blessing. You can see with uh, Noah's sons, two sons got the blessing and one son got the curse. Those who got the blessing were those who were not pinpointing Noah's mistake. They were not uncovering him, and they were not exposing him. The one who got the curse is the one who exposed the failure 
and the nakedness of the deputy authority. So in principle, we could apply it. Those who are in authority in the church, they may not be this or that. They have a shortage here, shortage there. The best thing for you to enjoy the blessing is just take this government from God and you will enjoy Christ a lot. This will save you from a lot of unnecessary problems. And you will be a person who remains in the unceasing enjoyment of Christ. This is not an easy point to see. No, not an easy point to see. I think the fellowship has certainly helped. Thanks very much today. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for listening to Life Study of the Bible with Witness Lee, produced by Living Stream Ministry. Living Stream Ministry is dedicated to the works of Watchman Nee and Witness Lee, two co-laborers with the Lord in China during the first half of the 20th century. After World War II, Watchman Nee sent Witness Lee to carry out this ministry in Taiwan. Later, the Lord led him to the United States and eventually to the rest of the world before he went to be with the Lord in 1997. Living Stream Ministry now has hundreds of titles by Watchman Nee and Witness Lee available in English, plus many in more than 50 other languages. To find out more about Living Stream and all that we offer, visit our website, lsm.org. You can also reach us toll-free at 1-888-543-3788 or email us, radio at lsm.org. Thanks for listening.